I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to Pod Sauce. I'm Dax Holt. I am Alicia Renee. We are your podcast discovery show. Our next guests are friends of the show. Should we say friends of the show or just... Can we call them best friends of the show? We haven't had any best friends of the show on. Well, they, Van will for sure be like, if y'all don't knock it off... <laughs> <laughs> y'all don't knock it all the way off, okay? We're here. Y'all have begged us to come. We're here. Let's get it in. Now, we have uh, the host of Higher Learning Academy Award winner, Van Lathan. He's going to hate that I said that, but we got to put some respect on that name. And New York Times bestselling author, Rachel Lindsay. You see what I did there, Rach? You you spoke into existence, and I'll take it. that. You better get into it. <laughs> <laughs> you better get into it. Guys, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on Pod Sauce. What's up, guys? What's going on? How you guys doing? So what I love so much about higher learning is that you guys talk about everything from politics, life events, um, current events from a very real Mm. um, black perspective, but unfiltered. Uh, Was that intentional? Did you guys go in and you're like, listen, if we're going to do this, uh, because from my understanding, you guys didn't know one another before you started higher learning, correct? Like not personally. Mm -mm. No, like I only heard of her from the, the bachelorette. And then Bill uh, introduced us, and that, that's how we got to, to meet. But I think that within one conversation, it was pretty obvious that there was a chemistry that would be able to, like, you know, go into the podcast. Like, we went to this really fancy restaurant that Bill took us to, the San Vicente Bungalows, like a private club or whatever. And we had a meal, and we were leaving. And I noticed that Rachel just left zero tip. She just didn't care about the people that were working there. Great. And... And so I thought to myself, if there's any black American that's willing to just stiff (laughs) service workers and not care what people think about them, you know, you can have a good podcast with that person. This is the first time I've heard this story. So no, we we did half the story is true. There was a meeting. It was at this location. <laughs> and yes, it was we we had chemistry from the beginning. But um when to answer your question about it being unfiltered, I think it's clear from Van's background and my background that neither one of us hold back. You know, we're passionate people. We say how we feel. And that's the energy we wanted to bring to the podcast, especially when the podcast started, because it was supposed to start in March 2020 mm-hmm. in the pandemic. Yeah. Event. We didn't start till May 2020. And if you go back, there was a lot going on in May. We had found out about Breonna Taylor. We had found out about Ahmad Arbery. 
we had found out um, about Hannah Brown. We had found Hannah out about, wow. <laughs> about, that's true though. That's true. This is where these were beginning conversations. And then George Floyd happened a week after we started. So our podcast became a response to what was happening in the culture, how we were feeling, how people were being affected. And we just decided to not hold back, not just on what we were saying, but then also our emotions. And we just brought it all to the podcast. That's how it started from the jump. Yeah, I, I love your guys' chemistry because, you know, for people that don't know, Van and I have known each other for years and years and years. We used to work together and, you know, literally stand next to each other every single day. Uh, and he is one of the most intelligent people I have ever met and has this memory that I, I don't understand how it even works. Um, but what I love, Rachel, is that you complement that so well. And not only that, when he's going off, you also reel him back in. <laughs> and I, I, I love that. <laughs> and, and, I, and I think that both of you being, you know, wise, it like it works really well on this show. And I, I've told Leisha this many times. It's like I listen to your show and I feel that I walk away learning something new every single time. And to me, that's what makes it such a good podcast is I'm like, I didn't look at it like that before, but that opened my eyes or I learned or I will respond differently in the future because of your podcast. And that's totally Brutus honesty. So yeah. just really Thank good podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I wanna- So I think that that's the thing. I think what happened, I think for me, it's, it's hard to always be like, so, you know, I do have just basic opinions on things. You know, if you ask me what my favorite ice cream is, it's not something special. It's chocolate. That's one of the primary flavors. It's not a big deal. It's not like it's not like every single opinion that either I or Rachel has is cutting edge. You know, we talk about the fact that despite it all, we still love Michael Jackson. That's very basic. You know what I mean? That's a very basic opinion. We just can't give it up. But I think I think that like the affection that I have for her and that I think she has for me and the respect, I think it's genuine. And so because of that, you can make any conversation that you're having seem like a huge event. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, I'm going to be honest with you, even though we got the podcast started around George Floyd, around Breonna Taylor, a lot of times we get on our, get in our bag on things that aren't that weighty, things that are more <laughs> just conversations that, you know, you, you have for fun when you're shooting the shit. And so like. It, it's something that I had like a lot of fun doing. Like Dax talked about the fact that we worked together for years. It used to be that my day was about finding pockets of fun at work because we were there for so long, right? We were there for so long every single day. Not Dax. Dax, get out of here. <laughs> still, still. Dax. The rest of us, the rest of us would be hanging. Dax would do this little thing where he would like pat his pants or do something like this. <laughs> Looking for those keys. And then Dax out. Dax, <laughs> I got to go back to Orange County. But I think I'm blessed now to be able to, every time I sit behind my mic, have just 100% fun and entertaining conversations. Every podcast, uh, feels like a labor of love. It's really, it's really dope. And like, it wouldn't be that way without, you know, without Rachel. I, I wanted to ask, to follow up that question is, how do you guys choose your topics? Is this something that before you go on, you, you chat or is it just you free flow and what comes up is what you guys want to chat about? I mean, we definitely 
pick our topics before. Like we have a group chat and throughout the week, people will send in, you know, either myself, Van, Donnie, Trudy, shout out to Donnie and Trudy, part of the podcast as well. We'll shoot articles or maybe like, you know, like Van will say like, oh, I saw this. These people would be great to have on different things like that. It's just really free flowing as far as the information goes. And then sometimes on the podcast, you know, Van will say, hey, I saw this. Did you see this? You know, and we just talk about it on the fly. Sometimes we have breaking news. We love that on the yeah. podcast where we talk about stuff in real time. And then a lot of times we'll just get going in conversation. The, the conversation takes a turn and it's something we never even intended to talk about, which yeah. is what I love about our podcast, which is why you feel like you're just listening to friends talk or family members talk because that's how conversation goes in real life. You go on a tangent about something you never even planned on having a conversation about. Do you guys feel that there is a, do you feel any pressure to, <clears throat> what's the word? To hold a particular candle uh, to other communities outside of the African-American experience. And what I mean by that is to articulate our thoughts, our displeasures, our anger, our sentiments, because one, uh, a lot of our audience may know you, Van, particularly from the time where you uh, called T uh, Kanye to task on TMZ. And then Rachel, you as the first black bachelorette, you guys are coming from uh, places where the black community really looks to your voices, L looks to you to express how we feel. Do you guys feel that pressure? And if so, um, how do you mitigate those waters? And if not, what do you want to bring to the table? How do you want to re represent the community? Um, I wouldn't say pressure is what I feel. It's just more so, I don't know, within us to just, you know, feel like we talk about, you know, we're passionate about being black. We're proud about being black. So with if it's a certain issue that comes up where we feel like we need to speak on it to, I think I got this in your question to either to, educate another community yes. i mean another yeah is that, is that what you're yes. saying mm -hmm. then we do that i think it just comes with the podcast but i wouldn't necessarily say we feel a pressure or responsibility it's just kind of the way the podcast works um if if i feel any pressure mm -hmm. it's not to people outside of black people it's to black people okay because here's the thing about how i learn we have a cross section of people who listen to the podcast, right? We're being honest with you guys. There's a lot of clash, a lot of uneasiness in the higher learning audience, the thought warriors, we call them. Okay. So I tend to sometimes fly off the handle, go off the rail and talk about things in a very, I feel like, real world, matter of fact way. You know what I mean? And our audience is very righteous. They are very, like sometimes me and Rachel don't, me and Rachel don't agree on certain things, right? We won't agree on what the best way to go about this is or what the best way to go about that is. So sometimes I feel more conflicted about what I should and should not be saying in order to serve the audience that we have that sometimes feels a lot different than me. You know, I'm, you know, I'm a, uh, Dax knows it. My main emotion in life is like, you know, like Dax knows that my main is like, let's go, let's get in each other's faces. Let's do it. Let's everybody 
just sack up and, 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 and get it out the mud. But, you know, sometimes the Thought Warriors, they're a little bit touchy. So when you approach, they're sensitive. So when you approach, of, uh, 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 and sometimes I'm also speaking to a generation that's a little younger than me. And sometimes mm-hmm. when I'm speaking to them, I want to make sure that I don't give the lesson in a way that, or give my opinion in a way that dismisses their sensibilities. I want to make sure that I'm serving them. At the same time, I also want to challenge anybody that I speak to, anybody that I talk to, I always want there to be a challenge because that's the only way I can be challenged. I can't be challenged if I feel safe. Talking about what everybody feels is the safe thing and being part of the status quo, that's not disruptive enough for me. and It doesn't make you any smarter. But at the same time, you never want to intellectually subjugate anyone or tell them that the way they think about something is wrong. So it's been a really interesting experience for me learning how to uh, be in a space where I want to say what I want to say and I have to say what I have to say, but also not just beating somebody over the head with it being a little bit softer touch. And I think it's been going good. It's still, I still run afoul of them all the time. You should go to our Reddit. All about my opinions. No, it's not all about that. They get on me too. They get on me too. Mm. We love her. Look, so look, on the Reddit today, so on the Reddit today, they said, they're sick of my Kanye obsession because we have Cootie and Chike from the Genius Aww, documentary. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. All blamed on me. <laughs> Netflix asked us to have them on. <laughs> I have nothing to do with it. It has nothing to do with me. <laughs> to be Literally, fair. Literally, nothing to do with me. I did nothing. And it's like, Van, we, we're so sick of Van's Kanye obsession and Van has to get off this and Van has to get off that. That's also, also, I got to say something else. It comes because Rachel has been pushing a narrative, a Vans Kanye obsession narrative, to the fans of the podcast, and now they think I had something to do with booking a Kanye-centric guest. These are the battles that I fight. Paw Sauce is getting all the tea right now. (laughs) To be fair, Van made a promise to the Thought Warriors that he would not talk about Kanye again. That's why they're holding you to it because he's like, I'm never gonna, I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm done, I'm done guys. And we've been talking about it quite a bit. And in fairness to you, he's the biggest news out there right now when it comes to pop culture. Right. But they, you know, like they don't let you, they don't let it go. They don't let it go. They're not so, going to let you make it. So how do you guys successfully <laughs> yeah. split the baby then when you have something that can be, you know, a bit hot topic uh, that you may try to like mitigate around, but you also just have to talk about it because it is what's going on right now. And that's what higher learning is all about. You guys talk about the goings on uh, across the board. <laughs> I think uh, acknowledge it, right? We yeah. See- We'll say, listen, we said we weren't going to talk about Kanye, but we got it. We got it. You know, and we just, we're just, we're just very honest about it. Yeah. Like, I know you guys might be sick of Kanye, but we got to talk about it. It's news. It's a developing story. Um, yeah, we just, we just do it and acknowledge yeah, it. Also, also, it was probably a stupid promise to make. And so we have to acknowledge that sometimes <laughs> I just get into my, you know what I mean? Sometimes I just say, I'll never do this again, you know? And then you have to crawfish it back and walk it back. But 
I don't think there's a real formula to it. I think that we, first of all, Rachel's an expert in the art of conversation, so it's never hard to have a conversation with her. But I think that what we've learned, uh, at least what I've learned, is that, and that's, you kind of learn this on TMZ, we learn this all the time on TMZ, that like, as long as cameras are rolling and there's a mic on, who you are is coming out at some point anyway. For sure. Mm-hmm. Like, you just can't hide yourself. So it doesn't make any sense to try. So if I'm the bad guy of the day on the Reddit, or if Rachel is, which she never is, then no, we just got to do that. <laughs> conservative sometimes. Because you are. But like, but we have to serve the podcast audience, and we're not serving them if we're not giving them the authentic versions of yeah. ourselves. So you guys have had some huge guests on your podcast, athletes, celebrities, authors. But who is that dream guest for you guys? And, and you can have different dream guests, obviously. But Van, who would be your dream guest to have on there? My dream guest on the podcast. You, I swear, you say Kanye. I will. <laughs> that would be hilarious. But it makes sense. That would be, yeah. <laughs> that, would, <laughs> that would be everyone's dream. Got to see that one go down. Okay, so there are three. Can okay. I name All three right. of them? Yes. There are three. Uh, one is Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> why? I need the why. I need the quick. Give me, give me the skinny. <laughs> the skinny is just because <laughs> there's closure there. Okay. Right. Okay. Two is Barack Obama. Okay. okay. Shocked. <laughs> why, Rachel? He's not. He's he's not a lover of Barack Obama. So this could be a hostile situation. Van, explain. Oh, <laughs> uh, I I love the fact that I love what he represented, but oh. I think he I think he left some stuff on the table. I think when we get a little further away, just look. His Bro- hands were tied. You can't Obama. put you can't put that out there without talking about how tied his hands were. Okay, I mean that's fine. Doesn't change anything. <laughs> like he, I mean, it's the reality. Like I mean, the the reality is, the reality his hands were tied. Look. Let's 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 meet in the middle. Let's say that we believe Barack Obama did the best possible job he could for black people while he was in office. Like, let's say we believe that. Okay. <laughs> then I think that there's it's worth the conversation to ask him what he would have wanted to do, because and like, just real quick on this, the reason why that's worth the conversation is because asking him what he would have wanted to do will illustrate to us what they don't want presidents to do for black people and then we'll be able to better prioritize the things that we really really need to push them on but just acting like the job was well done when in hindsight there are all types of statistical indicators that it wasn't i think is doing a disservice to us and i think that president obama to be honest with you uh owes it to us the people who supported him blindly, no matter what was going on, to tell us which measures, which parts of government, which parts of black America, which parts of America, period, he wanted to touch, but um, but ran into roadblocks, you know, everywhere. Now, there's some things we know, but From I think book, that conversation right. is, 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 is it's a worthy conversation. So it would be, the second one would be him. And then the third one, you know, it's interesting. But to me, the third one 
would actually be Candace Owens. Really? Rachel, you. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going to. I feel like that's a clickbait I, answer. I was going to say, I'm surprised that you'd even want to give her a platform. <laughs> I mean, we you've literally banned her. For, we talked about this. We don't talk about her on the show. We There are certain people who've been banned from conversation. It used to be Kanye. And <laughs> Candace is one of them. We don't talk about her. Like, why would we talk about Candace? Van, if you can give me three sentences and then because you're trying to make my blood pressure boil up, I feel it. <laughs> so just give us the three sentences to why. And then, Rachel, because I definitely want to hear your wish list. Expose the. I'll OK, three words. well, there we go. Rachel, <laughs> moving right, right along. But, I mean, that that I would be down for that. Okay. I would be down for. But it would be the most frustrating conversation ever because that's somebody you just can't have like a, a logical factual conversation with mine is easy mine is michelle obama mm-hmm. obviously just really want to have a sit down one-on-one don't shake your head one-on-one conversation with her just want to talk to her um the other one rihanna okay, okay. gotta go with her okay it's funny the two perspectives yeah. like <laughs> van wants a fiery conversation with all of them and rachel's like nope i want to tell them how home. great they are Let's bring it on <laughs> yeah just yeah See, oh. this, is, this is where we, we even each other out. Exactly. <laughs> Good yin and yank. Okay, so we are a podcast discovery show, as you know, and we are always looking for recommendations. Obviously, people love your podcast. Rachel, is there any podcast that you can recommend to our audience? So, gosh, I feel like I've been off on my podcast lately, but for all my reality TV stars, specifically Bravo, <laughs> If you love Bravo, you will love Danny Pellegrino. And he's got a podcast called Everything Iconic, where he covers the Housewives shows and then some of the other Bravo shows, like Vanderpump or maybe Summer House, Winter House. So funny, so good, completely engaging. And I just, I love everything about the podcast. You don't even have to watch the episodes. You just enjoy him. He's really good. That was a great recommendation. That one's a big one. Van, what about you? Uh... I don't know. I like, I like, uh, I gotta be honest with you, I'm not listening to that many podcasts these days besides the ones that I'm on. I'm in that, I'm in that weird space. I'm not trying to big up none of these other people. Pod Sauce. How about that? Yeah! Like, That's right. Like, Support your friends. Pod Sauce. Hey, let me tell you what. Let me tell you what the dopest podcast out is. It's that Pod Sauce. <laughs> That's our commercial. <laughs> and that, folks, is how you do it. You gotta lean into the camera like that. Say, <laughs> so uh, no, it's real. I love it. <laughs> you guys are awesome. We wish you much continued success. Your podcast is amazing. And if anyone hasn't checked it out, you're missing out. Head over to podsauce.com. We'll put up a link to higher learning right there. I think uh, we should put up the Super Bowl episode because it perfectly encapsulates like what Van was saying about sometimes it doesn't have to be anything weighty that they disagree on. It could be something as simple as the Super Bowl commercials. They had a, a really funny uh, disagreement about, uh, the, what is it, the Sopranos uh, theme. Sopranos, yeah. Yeah, the Sopranos oh, yeah. theme. That was no, hilarious. No, I, I want to link up to the Whoopi Goldberg episode. That was a good one. I came in ranting and raving as a Jewish man listening to that episode and you guys having uh, Peter Rosenberg on. I thought his perspective was spot on and I just mm-hmm. thought the conversation was awesome so that is the episode i'd like to spotlight van lathan rachel right. lindsey before we go before i go i have to say one thing 
Time's up, guys. Next time I come on Pop Sauce, I want to tell you guys about the first time that me and Dax talked at TMZ. When Dax came up to me after the show and poured his heart out to me about how he felt like some of my jokes were on the show. I made a joke at Dax's expense. And Dax... No. Stepped to me. No, yes, he did. He it said, wasn't we're like not that. having it. Dax said, we're I not would... having it. Dax, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what we not going to do? No, nah, it wasn't like that. It wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, man, it was like, hey, look, just to let you know. I know that's right. Like, that ain't fun. me. I'm not the one to play with like that. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, no, I do not see <laughs> the world looking at me like this. Not funny. He said, no. He's like, not, he's like, yo, I, it's not my look. Don't paint me. Play with them like that. I ain't no racist. Don't play, don't play with me like that. That's right, D. I'm not, D money's in the like, house. I was like, I, I was ready to buck up, but then I was like, he got a point right. though. You right? <laughs> <laughs>Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.